0: Welcome to the Canadian SME podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. We recently had the chance to chat with Shrad Rao, CEO and co-founder of ReachPoint, A small business payroll software company that processes more than 3 billion in analyzed payroll for more than 13,500 small businesses across North America. In September 2020, the fastest growing company founded in Nova Scotia in 2012 attracted $10 million in new capital to help propel them to the next phase of their growth. Shrudd's leadership style has been on full display throughout the pandemic. As the economy struggled and concern for employment set in around the country, Shard was quick to provide what he calls psychological safety for his team of over 70 fully remote employees. This meant reassuring all staff that WagePoint would do everything in its power to keep their whole team employed. Under his leadership, the company has not only stabilized but has grown during the pandemic, hiring 20 new staff. Shradd has encouraged his team to check in on each other regularly and to find creative ways to support one another, fostering a culture of genuine friendship and resiliency. In this podcast, Shredd discussed what kind of leadership style he displayed during the pandemic and what are the fundamental principles one can adapt to keep a collectivist vision in these ever changing times. Shredd's business acumen like is rooted in his collectivist Eastern philosophy vision. For Shredd, business is not centered around the individual, it's based on community which includes the company itself, their employees, partners, and the bookkeepers, accountants, and small business customers that they serve. His collectivist vision has driven Shred to build WagePoint into what he calls the kind of company I've always wanted to work at. And this approach clearly trickles down. WagePoint is known for both their user-friendly payroll software and for being the world's friendliest team. Hi, Shred. Welcome to Canadian SME
1: Small Business Podcast. How are you
2: today? I'm great, Mahin. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you for asking. Now, Shred, um, about WagePoint. WagePoint was founded in 2012, and it pretty much provides payroll software to more than 12,000 small businesses across North America. Now, you as a CEO, what inspired you to start WagePoint?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So, you know, we're at 14,000 customers now, so I have 2,000 to report extra. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So we we started the business, you know, because uh, for me, I've always known I was going to be an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. I've always wanted to build up. I wanted to build a painkiller product, not a vitamin product, but something people actually needed and it could, it could actually be useful to them in their business. And mm-hmm. so um, I looked at the space, you know, I sort of looked at um, something like you know uh, payroll that has all these legacy providers that people have been doing this for a long time. And I thought, I I bet I can do this better. I can be more tech forward. I can be more customer service oriented. and I can do that all in sort of a SaaS way and a software Mm -hmm. as a service way. Um, And so it was sort of a very strategic move on my part, uh, just looking at different industries and saying, well, I think I need to pick something that, you know, I've often joked that I could, I could chip over customers. I could find customers anywhere. And when I find them, I'm giving them something they actually need, not that they want necessarily. Um, or rather something that they absolutely need to run their business. And payroll was one of those, uh, was in that category. So it just made sense to to start looking at that and and going in that direction.
1: That's amazing. Now, Shrad, you know, when COVID-19 first struck, 60% of Canadian small businesses were forced to make rapid changes to their workforce. So how did you display your leadership style throughout the pandemic?
2: Yeah, so it's funny because, you know, payroll companies have been really... I mean, they're like, they're just behind the front line, if uh, if I might say, because so we are, we typically produce records of employment. Um, So, you know, when people lay off employees, we have to produce records of employment. And uh, we had, we had 70 times our normal volumes of ROEs uh, in two weeks, just at the start of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so what I had to do is I sort of had to jump in there with the troops, essentially, um, bring everyone together. I answered tickets um, mm-hmm. because I haven't done this in years, by the way, so wow. um, just jumping in there with the rest of the folks, answering tickets, uh, just doing anything to support the team and being able to actually, like throughout that whole TV period when it was really nuts, um, we actually, like, we have a service level agreement, of five-day turnaround and we never know that. So like, people just work, like everyone in their company started doing ROEs, which is <laughs> hilarious. Wow. <laughs> People like me who weren't able to do ROAs because I don't have the subject matter, I basically pitched in. I was unlocking passwords mm-hmm. for uh, for customers, and it was really funny because some some of them would be like, "Shred, are you the CEO?" And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." You
1: will have to put on a different hat now.
2: Yeah, here we are. Oh, Than
1: error but oh, that's amazing.
2: So yeah, so that's. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's really if you don't actually you don't jump in and help everybody, then I mean. Really, not the captain of the ship, right? And that's, um, I think, that's sort of a mentality that I've always had. I'm definitely more of a. I'm. I think of myself as someone that is in support of the team, as opposed to always leading the team. You know?
1: Right. Yeah. That's beautiful. Now, sure, your business inside is rooted in your collectivist Eastern philosophy. Now, what are the fundamental principles you adapt to keep a collectivist uh, vision in these ever-changing times?
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, very philosophical question am I in but I, um, I'm <laughs> going to try to answer it. Um, yeah, so I mean, really, it, the idea is that, you know, that, that it's about all of us together, you know, the, the adage, it, you know, um, like all, what's it, well, now I don't remember the adage. But, um, the, the idea is that if one of us succeeds, all of us succeeds. And if we can do it together, then we can essentially, um, rising types float on boats. That's the end. Um, and that's really where we are coming from. Like that's the, the space that we're coming from. The idea being that we're all equal and we all have the same needs and desires. And from that equality, like if you if you just take um, the, a business and you think of hierarchy, oftentimes a hierarchy is it's sort of' it's kind of uh, conflated with the idea that you know somebody's better and somebody's worse uh, or somebody's you know more important, someone's less important. It's a role the roles in a company may have relative importance. But a person themselves or people are absolutely not, um, you know, subject to this. Like everyone's equally important. That's why they have jobs. Otherwise, what would be the purpose of them being in a company if they were not important? Right. Um so it's really just looking at everyone in this very uh, equal way and making sure that everyone's needs are accounted for. That's really how it shows up in business. Um, that philosophy shows up in business. That's just one of the ways, but that's that's an important way.
1: No, it is really important. I mean, I like, I I really like the thought of, uh, you know, giving the importance to pretty much everyone, like leverage the value. But if you, if you talk about, you know, leaders uh, point of view, leaders perspective, like how do you think like business leaders and aspiring entrepreneurs bounce back from these, from this uncertainty and start their business under these challenging circumstances, knowing that, you know, small businesses are feeling the impact and they don't consider themselves as important anymore.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, small businesses are the backbone of the, the entire economy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. literally you cannot have an economy that functions without them. Um, so I'd say that uh, fundamentally the way that um, that I think, you know, I think people are very resilient. So I think people will actually find ways to bounce back. Um, but mm-hmm. but the, I, I do think that all the things that we put off to a later date, like things like moving to the cloud, this is a perfect example of when, you know, if you were worried about you know going from your desktop application to a cloud-based application this is not the time to be worried about that like you have to okay. make all the moves that you think are going to be create maximum efficiency in your business and you're going to do that today so mm-hmm. i think that that is a very fundamental um lesson for people you know who have been a bit nervous to embrace new technologies i think this mm-hmm. is the time to sort of you know really start to understand why those are in place and then find ways to create efficiencies in your business. Also, Mm -hmm. yeah, just one more thing to add to that. Uh, You know, when when we think about kind of, you know, efficiencies in the small business, um, some of it is not just related to tools and processes. Some of it is also just the way that we think about our people, like the people in the business. I think that a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good employees out there that will be very open to coming into a business and starting at like, you know, I guess a position that maybe is not exactly right for them, but that they, they can go into. And so mm-hmm. being able to like develop people who are not mm-hmm. quite hit the stride at that at the job that you need them to do, but are just before that. I think that's another really simple way to to get get jobs out there, but also to um, you know, to sort of balance your budget with, with a role. Just get someone that you need to develop a little bit, like an eighty percent resource that you can close the gap on for the twenty percent. So that's another exactly.
1: thing. Exactly. Now what would be your key advice to small business owners who are running their businesses smoothly during these challenging times?
2: So you're saying they're running them smoothly?
1: Yes. So, so these are the businesses that are very confident and they are, uh, you know, like being resilient and they're surviving and thriving,
2: uh, yeah. the COVID. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that they are, I think it's useful to, you know, I mean, no state lasts forever, right? Even our business, like, so our business has grown in during uh, the pandemic, we've grown by 40%. And and this is despite losing a bunch of um, customers, right? So we invest mm-hmm. to replace customers. Um, and I think that just remembering that for us, like even for us, for companies that are, uh, you know, have been fairly successful during this time, there is no state that stays the same. So you have to mm-hmm. continue to invest and you have to invest as if you are going to, You're going to grow, but also you have to find all the, you know, the the places where customers are essentially leaving you. So I'd say retention is probably, and and this is something we're obsessed with over here. Um, We are always thinking about ways to retain the customers and keep them satisfied and happy. And I Mm -hmm. think that making sure we don't take the growth for granted is super important in that. So we're always grateful for when the customer stays and, and continues to do business with us versus, you know, Um, versus feeling like, oh, we've got it. Like growth is going to happen to us. You know, it it doesn't, it doesn't happen at all costs and it's not always. So it's, um, yeah, something to keep that in mind.
1: Perfect. Now we touched base in our, like, in our conversation, we talked about how small business owners are very risk averse, meaning that they don't really innovate. Now, can you share your thoughts on, about like some tips, like how can small businesses embrace innovation?
2: Yeah. I, I, I don't know that I. I don't know the word is innovation for me because I think that they do innovate, but I think that they are slower to uh, embrace change because mm-hmm. when things are working, like, you know, if you're a small business owner and you're taking home like a hundred thousand or $200,000 a year, you are going to be reticent to to, change that. Because what if that goes becomes worse? Cause that is also right. change. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always mean it's a good thing. It could also may, mean maybe you take home half your day. So I think it's a very reasonable thing to, uh, and, and, you know, unlike large companies where they have these massive stores of capital that they they can be wrong many times, small business owners don't have that luxury Right. And so um, I think that, I think that when we think about, um, you know, even if they begin with one process in their company, let's say that, you know, historically, like let's use payroll, just, you know, not to be self-serving, but let's use that as an example because it is something that is critical to a business. And right. if, if you have done something very manually in the past, like you've written manual checks or you go to your bank and you make deposits, and, and there's all kinds of configurations of how people do this. Right. If you actually just just move it online, let's say you use something like Which One, you may end up doing that in five minutes. Everything that you've, you've done is five minutes. Now you could take that time and go to things that are actually valuable to your business versus a back office function, like just moving some money around, right? Mm-hmm. And so not only will you be more compliant, you're just saving a bunch of time to go actually build value for your business. So I think adjudicating this, like what, what, should, what should you really spend your time on mm-hmm. and how you should, um, you know, what you should do with the time that you have got back. Those are super, I mean, that's very important and very relevant for small businesses. I'm totally. I feel for them because I know that it's you know it's not easy to be in a position where everything is dependent on you, right? Like when you're small, you right. know you are the person, you are the man or the woman in the driving seat, and everything's right. about what all the decisions you make. That is not an easy place to be. I mean, anybody who's the head of a household who's taking care of like. The whole household knows this, right? It's not easy to be the it's person. It's hard
1: to adapt the to the new normal, absolutely. It's
2: super hard. And so mm-hmm. that's why I think, you know, us support, like, we're very supportive of small businesses. And, you know, I know there's a bunch of other companies that feel the same way. Like, we would likely never get past that. Like we'll probably never be a large company, payroll, software company, because it's just not in our DNA. But
0: small mm-hmm. businesses
2: and taking care of them is in our DNA. So, right. Yeah, that's like my suggestion is definitely take the you know take the time to start to invest in things that create efficiency, so that you can use that time as on
1: Those were and really really good tips. Now, Shrad, are there any final thoughts you would like to share with us in the audience?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, ultimately, like I I am very hopeful and very positive about how we all come out of this the state that we're in. I, it's temporary. I, I actually, yeah, uh, if, I think it's temporary, and I think I think the world's going to have some pretty big parties after this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people have been cooped up for a long time, so I think it's yeah. going to be really fun. I, I know we are at our company; we're going to throw some parties right after to wow. celebrate how awesome. You know, just just to celebrate our collective. You know, getting together, trying to trying to get through these times, and, and do it with grace and dignity. And mm-hmm. so, of course, then that requires a party. So.
1: That yeah. does
2: we all we all deserve a party, isn't it? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that, that we do one now. so yes, yeah, so hopefully you know we'll be able to invite a whole bunch of people from this podcast maybe. who knows? and
1: you never know. Yeah, we can all yeah. And thank you so much for joining us, Charlie. It was pleasure. great pleasure to chat with you today knowing more about you about wage point, your thoughts on for small businesses and you know uh, what we all have to really offer. Uh, for small businesses out
0: there.
2: But really, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.